you other kids all across the land. There's no need to argue. Parents just don't understand. I don't know if this is such a good idea, but it looks like they will proceed until apprehended. Shaletta and her son have hit a rough patch in their relationship. He wants to be more independent, and she won't let go. How will they resolve their daily struggle to navigate the treacherous teen years? By talking it out every week on the Mommy and Me podcast. You're listening to the Mommy and Me podcast on ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. I am your co-host, Shaletta Brundage, joined by my miraculous and brave and energetic and amazing soon-to-be 14-year-old son, Andrew. Hey, son. Hey, Mom. Now, we have been down to the George Floyd Memorial. Um, we've seen the spot where Mr. Floyd died. Um, we talked about how that made you angry. And we tried to turn that anger into action. Remember, we came home after visiting the site and the memorial and seeing the mural, and you and all your siblings did what when we got home? Uh, we do, we all drew pictures of the mural. Yeah, and they were amazing. You guys are some amazing artists. You and Brandon and Cameron uh, drew what uh, you thought is your image of Mr. Floyd's a memorial, a mural that was painted on the side of the building where police uh, killed him and took his life. And, uh, you know, everybody's asking the question, you know, will this end racism? Will this stop people from being racist? Will this stop the police from targeting and killing black people? And, you know, you and I had to talk about what to do when police stop you or pull you over or you encounter an officer and how you're supposed to follow instructions and not talk back and, you know, I, I I'm I'm thinking that things may be different though, son. I'm, I'm I'm I have a lot of hope, and the reason that I have a lot of hope is because of you and young people, and especially young white kids today. You showed me an article in Time Magazine online. Tell everybody about that. Uh, there was a uh, magazine. There was an article on Time Magazine online called "Protests Are Being Held in Small Cities and Towns Across the United States." And young people are leading the charge. And it's about how young people, a lot of white people actually, Caucasian um, men and women and boys and girls, are doing protests about Black Lives Matter and supporting the George Floyd uh, cause. Wow. Wow. You know, and that's the thing, son. That's what's going to make the difference. You know, black people can come together and we can march. But until we can get our white brothers and sisters to understand our pain, our struggle and what we're going through, nothing is going to change. But because it's always going to be an us versus them. But I'm hopeful because I see so many, like you said, young white kids you know, with their signs of picketing and protesting and marching and raising money and doing amazing things to make it better in our community for race relations. And there have been some protests here near our city where we live in College Grove last weekend, last Saturday. Uh-huh. There were, you were driving to work and you showed me the picture mm-hmm. of how you saw white people uh, marching down the street in, in a public neighborhood, mm-hmm, holding mm-hmm. up signs, and yeah. here in Cottage Grove. Yeah, yeah. And this is a tiny town. Things like that can be pretty big. Yeah, yeah. And and even in other cities, right? Mm-hmm. Cities like Shoreview. They had, there were people marching in the community center parking lot, and they had to close down the East Highway. 
Wow. And it was mainly white kids, young white children. And just this past Thursday over in Plymouth, there were more white people protesting down the streets on sidewalks about how Black Lives Matter and things like George Floyd, those murders shouldn't be happening. There have been so many like this, so many things like this, Philando Castillo, George Floyd. People are some people, white people are finally seeing the problem, and they are finally acknowledging it. And I think that if we continue to spread awareness on this subject, that we can finally end things like this all together. You know, and that's the good thing, son. That's what it's going to take. It's going to take all of us to come together. What these people are are allies. If you remember when we went, me and you and your siblings went out to the George Floyd Memorial um, and we, you know, were um, looking at the mural and, um, you know, going to the spot where he died and seeing all the flowers and the cards and the paintings that people had done uh, for him to honor him and his life. Um, when I walked up to white people, I said, thank you for being an ally. Thank you for being an ally. And what an ally is, is somebody who will help you with your cause. Somebody who will bless you with their privilege. Somebody who will give you their support. And these white people did not have to be there because this does not impact them. But they've said enough is enough and we want to help. We want to give you our voice. We want to help you raise dollars. We want to be here to show you that we care. And that's what gives me hope. And I'm so glad that these kids in the suburbs, just like Time Magazine was talking about, the young people like you and these white brothers and sisters are there. They are not they they are fearless. They are not afraid to give and speak truth to power and say enough is enough and something's got to change. We've got to fix it. And it starts with us. And I am just, that makes my heart smile to know that these kids have been raised by good parents and they're not sitting back saying, oh, well, that's so horrible. I'm just going to keep playing my Xbox. Oh, that's so bad. I'm just going to talk about it with my friends and I'm going to tweet about it and text about it. But they are organizing, they're mobilizing, they're putting signs together. They're basically putting their life on the line to go out and make a difference, make life better for you and your brothers and your sister and your father and your mother, because this does not impact them at all. It impacts us. And so that gives me hope. And I hope it gives you hope, too. It does. And I'm glad that we are get, finally getting the positive impact from people that we need. People, are fi- people of other races are finally getting, beginning to respond and take action on this message that has been going on since since our ancestors and great great grandfathers and our forefathers, things have like this have been happening, and we need to be putting a stop to it. Yeah, and I believe now is the time that we can do that. How does it make you feel to see kids your age, white kids your age, out marching? What does that do for you? How does that make you feel? It makes me feel kind of touched because all my life I have gone to majority white schools. And throughout Philando Castillo and other things like that, not very many people have been talking about that. No one's ever come up to me and asked what I think. I've never heard any of my friends speak of that. But then seeing people, white people, just like the kids from my school, just like the kids in our neighborhood, walking, protesting better than I ever could, it makes me just, I want to go out there and join them. I want to help them in every way possible, and I want to thank them for helping end end this feud between white people and black people and pe- people of color. 
Yeah. And the police, you know, and I think what they're saying is, you know, we don't want this to happen because we're all one people. You know, your parents, we've never um, talked against any race. We've never talked against any group of people or said this person's bad, this person's good or anything like that. What we've always done is allow you all to judge people on their own merits. And I think it's time that the country and the police and everybody do the same for us. So I'm hopeful. I'm glad you saw that. I'm glad it, it made you feel better about this entire situation. I love you, son. Love you too. And you all, thank you so much for your support of the Mommy and Me podcast. You can check us out on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Keep talking to your kids. We love you. It don't get more real than these two. Shaletta and her son, Andrew, lay it all on the line to heal not only their relationship, but help other parents and their teens strengthen their bonds, too. Check back next week for a new episode of the Mommy and Me podcast. To hear previous episodes, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. So to you all the kids all across the land, there's no need to argue. Parents just don't understand. <laughs>